Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made a baby. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Becca Bristow. You may know me from my YouTube channel where I talk about all things health and wellness. So when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to bring you guys on this journey, but I also knew I wanted to include this guy right here. So we hope you'll join us on this journey of all things pregnancy, prepping for parenthood, and what in the world's going on with this girl's body, Becca's body. <laughs> and our baby. Oh, of course, yeah, our baby. So make sure to tune in every week as we share everything that is going on with us and baby Bristow. And your big old belly. <laughs> Welcome back. Here we are, week 32, Bristow's Made a Baby podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. It's good to have you here again <laughs> as we enter just a crucial point in this pregnancy, week 32. Oh, is it crucial? It is because the baby is now the size of a squash and we all know that we love spaghetti squash. So this is a big time for all of us. Well, it's not that, it's not that kind of squash. Of course it's not. <laughs> I think it's more like a zucchini squash. That's what it looks like in the picture. Oh, nice. Spaghetti squash is larger. This app is very misleading. It is. The bump. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> roughly 16 inches long and about three and three quarter pounds. So. Little babe. Little babe. Uh, the baby's head is likely down, which is good and i think we have confirmation of that which we might talk about later yeah so far she's been head down that's good and i don't think she's smoothed because i can feel her hiccuping down low which makes me think her face is down there oh there you go yeah makes sense and the digestive system has developed so baby is ready to pound some chicken fingers and french fries no. in a couple months. Ready to pound some colostrum. Oh, yeah, some colostrum. Yep. Well, I, I got to say, I don't really agree with that because they come out with a not fully formed gut. Like their gut is, it, it needs the colostrum in order to seal up their gut. And it's it can be very leaky in the beginning, maybe, which is why colostrum and breast milk is super important in the beginning. Maybe. And in general, but maybe, sorry. <laughs> okay, go. Maybe you should create your own website since this one seems to be incorrect <laughs> well i'm just saying you know i i think i like i get also can you hear rosie panting in the background hopefully not <laughs> we just were outside running around <laughs> anyway anyway go ahead what whatever it doesn't matter but i don't think that's totally true like maybe everything is hooked up like all the intestines are and things can flow through maybe that's what it means but as a dietitian and a uh I wouldn't say expert, but I've, I've learned a lot about the digestive system over the years, <laughs> so including ones and tiny babies. Nice. Anyway, moving on. Yes, the bones are hardening each week. Hardening, yes. And the skin is turning more opaque. More opaque? Yes. <laughs> Do you have a hard time with that word? No. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Bad podcaster. Do you not know the word opaque? I do. <laughs> okay. Just paused for dramatic effect. <laughs> yeah, so the skin is turning more opaque, which, you know, developing fat. Yeah, it's because they're developing fat. Correct. Um, that's great. Great baby. You're doing well great in there. And great baby. We're going to see how mom's doing. And this is probably going to be redundant. 
because every week is because this website is redundant. But is mother at week 32 having Braxton Hicks? Yes. Yeah. You have for weeks. <laughs> Do you have darker nipples? I'll let you answer that one. Yeah. I have for weeks. Wow. <laughs> Shortness of breath. Yep. Heartburn. Eh, here and there. Not bad, though. Thank God. Breast leakage no not yet nothing to report on that front Good. still well hurry up because i want some colostrum you want it just kidding <laughs> it's for the baby yeah it's like liquid gold they need every last drop mm. nice anyway. well that was fun so how about we discuss a little bit about week 32 go okay so i feel like this week i don't know i feel like not much happened i have i feel like i have a lot of like little symptoms to report but i feel like overall it was kind of like an uneventful week um oh that's not true actually so okay whatever okay so i thought my appetite was picking up this week there was like one day where i actually was not just usually i only feel hunger like in the morning when i wake up that's the only time i actually feel hungry and all the other times is just like okay i should probably eat it's been a while like i'm no longer i'm no longer very full um because my appetite has just been really lame throughout pregnancy but there was one day this week where all of a sudden my appetite was just revving up and I was excited about it and I was hungry all throughout the day and I just kept looking for more food to eat and I was like oh maybe I'm turning the corner this is kind of good um but that was like a one day fluke I don't know so and now it's just back to normal which is low for me um anyway so the baby is definitely moving well, I don't know if it's necessarily that the baby's moving a lot more now. Um, she may have always been moving this amount, but I guess because it's getting more cramped in there, I can just feel it so much more. And most of the time when she's moving, like you can see it from the outside versus like every once in a while, you might be, if, her, if she had like a really strong movement or kick, you might be able to feel it from the outside. But now it's like rare for it to be so faint that you can't see it, which is kind of crazy. And she hiccups a lot, which I kind of mentioned earlier. And that's how I know that she's... Still head down, at least at this point, um, but we're still in that zone where she could totally flip. They, I think they said, was it 30, 34, 35 weeks when we asked? Yeah. Somewhere in there. That's when they really want to see the baby head down. Um, so we still have a few weeks where she could totally flip. Who knows? Um, but it's it's pretty unlikely to be breached, so hopefully that does not happen. Um, oh, rib pain is improving this week. Which is exciting because the rib pain has been pretty awful since like the beginning of the summer, and it's now fall. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why that is. It's still the same level of pain. It hurts the same amount. Um, it just hurts less. Like it's not as, as constant, which is kind of nice. Um, and then my, you want to talk about my belly button? Uh, I don't like looking at it. <laughs> it's like not a belly button. It's like really stretched out. It's just like there's your stomach and there's just like a little gap. Yeah. It's like it no, it no longer goes in. Like somebody squinting an eye. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it looks like. So yeah, my belly button, it has not popped out. It is still in, in any. However, there's hardly any um, depth to it. It's almost completely just flat to the rest of my stomach. It just, well, that's not true. I mean, it goes in a little bit, but it's very stretched out and it freaks Matt out. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, but it's just, you know, what happens. Yeah, it comes with the territory. So those are all kind of just like little 
things I've noticed. I feel like the biggest thing to report this week is I can definitely feel myself slowing down a bit. Um, I'm still like, you know, working pretty much normal days and, you know, um, but I'm not, I haven't been working out as much. I feel like that's like starting to taper a little bit, which I don't want. I need to like get back on the bandwagon. Um, I mean, I'm still being active. I'm still going to my pelvic floor class, you know, trying to walk, but it's, it's like tapered off. It's, it's basically like there's, you know, there's only so many hours in a day and I feel like every week those hours just get pinched more and more. So like the, you know, my actual like productive time where I can truly be productive is like less and less. So a lot of days it's like, okay, well, do I want to go to the gym in the morning? And that's going to like really wipe me out and affect my work day. And then nine times out of 10 work ends up winning out, which is not good. Cause I just want to like sit at my computer when I'm like bright eyed and bushy tailed and get stuff done. <laughs> um, maybe we should go to the gym in the afternoon. Maybe, maybe that's a solution. Wow. Wow. Um, look at that. It's just the solution. <laughs> but anyway, so definitely just like I'm slowing slowing down. I'm not like shutting down, but I'm slowing down. Um, also, this week we picked our pediatrician. Yay. Which is a nice big check off the list. Although, admittedly, we didn't do like a whole lot of, I don't know like vetting <laughs> we're going to the same office that i went to as a kid yeah but different doctors because different the one doctors. that i had was you know he's retired now but just like a practice of two women yeah that was recommended by the birth center and they said they're very excited for birth center baby because you know they'll get to see a very young child yeah versus if you're right. a hospital baby come later i guess is that well, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking to your sister about that, which we'll get to that because we went to see his sister um, uh, we'll get to this. this past weekend. Um, but so, yeah, the, when so we had to go drop off like a form at the pediatrician um, and we ended up going with someone who was very highly recommended by the birth center. So that's kind of what I was looking for. Like, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like I was about to go like interview doctors like I guess that's what you do but I don't know that just felt weird to me so I mean we can always switch I guess if we don't vibe with them but I mean she was raving about these two women and they sound really awesome so we're gonna go with that but anyway I had to like drop off some form because with the birth center you like the pediatrician normally would see you in the hospital I'm pretty sure how that works because you're there for like two days or so maybe ish um, but with the birth center, you go home like six hours later. So they basically just need a pediatrician to sign off and say, we will definitely see the baby within, the, you know, 48 hours. Just call when they're born and we'll schedule a time for, you know, parents to come in with the baby. And I was talking to your sister about that because the receptionist was like, oh, we love birth center patients because we get to see like the teeny tiny babies. And but then Sarah was like, oh, no, like we took, you know, our kids in at 48 hours anyway. So I don't know. I'm confused. I'm not sure. Not sure what that means, but <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I don't know. It's just new parents for you, maybe. Are, I don't know. Are you going to come to the first appointment within 48 hours of giving birth? Aren't you going to be laid up? Yeah, I'm not supposed to. They told me I'm not supposed to go. I say daddy takes care of it. <laughs> yeah, um, which I will kind of touch on in a second. Some things that we learned about postpartum this week. Um, and that is because we had our first birth class. Yes, we were late. Oh. <laughs> and... Okay. We were, we walked in at 6.03. It was not so much that we were late. They were just extremely punctual. <laughs> yeah, I, I was surprised. Usually things like that start not 
literally at 6 p.m like right on the dot of the starting time but we walked in and it was like a room set up of like a circle of chairs so yeah. we walked in and it was like you know just the presenter so it was like dead silent and like there was a couple of chairs left but they were kind of in the back like people had to like move for us and like <laughs> calls the whole scene but anyway that's like my worst nightmare but yeah, yeah, it was it was a little uncomfortable. But I mean, we walked in and they were full fledged class in session. They weren't even on the first slide. They were already moved on. <laughs> like, yeah, moving <laughs> past introductions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing that they were able to do that all in three minutes. But mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so anyway, we had our first birth class and it was it's it's pretty intense. It's like a three part class. I mean, there are more intense birth classes out there, but Um, it's three parts and there was also like a whole online thing too. We had to watch beforehand and we learned basically that one, um, was all about the like different stages of birth. So early labor, active labor, pushing, you know, uh, delivering the placenta, the whole, like what exactly happens, which was not really news to either of us. I feel like. Oh, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. No, I mean, it was good. Um, but like, I, you know, I, I, we've learned this in books that we've read. So sure. I think for me, the more I hear it, the more I'll know. I think yeah, it, that's you're, true. you're reading more than me. So. Very true. Very true. Um, and then we also learned some like positions like on um, like a exercise ball or a birth ball. And then like different ways for like Matt to like hold me to like basically like hold so I can just like put all my weight on him. Yes. A couple different, which those are kind of funny to like practice. <laughs> I have a feeling weird. you're not going to be doing some of those, but maybe, who knows? I, ha- I have a feeling I'm going to want to be kind of alone. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be really touchy-feely, but who knows? Yeah, I'd be like, get away from me. <laughs> but I do want you to be um, in my face though, like reminding me to relax and stuff. I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to have a straw in your face to drink water. Yes, between every contraction. Um <laughs> But so there, but there were some things that I did learn that were like totally new. I'd never heard before and I'm glad that I learned them. Um, and that was staying in bed. They like the birth center is, I mean, I've never really heard this before and I think it's definitely like not what our culture typically does, but it does make sense. Um, they were very big on mom is staying in bed for two weeks, which that makes me like a little nervous because I think I might go stir crazy. Two weeks is a long time, but they were like, no going for walks, no leaving the house. Like you are in bed and all you're responsible for is feeding the baby and sleeping. Like that is it. And taking showers. We're going to find some great Netflix shows. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, no. I mean, at first I was like, wow, that's a really long time. And like, that's so not what like our culture typically does. Like, I mean, I just feel like I follow so many people on like Instagram and stuff like that where it's like you know, day two, they're feeling good. They're going on their first family walk. And like, that's just like normal. Like, you know, like, I think that we're so used to like, just being these like super women who like give birth and then just like move right along. Like it never happened. Like, even if you do have a C-section, um, or a cesarean birth, but I don't know, it made me actually feel really a lot better because I feel like there's so much pressure on women in, you know, in the whole postpartum period. And there's so much going on. Like you're learning how to take care of this baby. You're learning their cues. They may be super fussy. You're learning how to breastfeed. Everything is new. You're sleep deprived. And, you know, with like postpartum depression and like all of that stuff, like there's just so much pressure and we don't really like in other cultures, like they, I mean, they like really mother the mother and like they don't leave the house and like they really do lay low. 
which like we just don't really do that here and so it was just I don't know like comforting for me to hear someone directly say like oh no no like you're not allowed I mean I guess I can do whatever I want but you know you're you really will stay in bed and like guess what dad you're taking care of everything like you're if family's coming to visit you're scheduling it you know you're doing the laundry you're keeping things somewhat clean you're changing the diapers like you're doing all the things like so I just feel like it it kind of gave me permission to be like lazy and lay in bed which really like that's not lazy like you're healing and so the thing the reason they're so adamant about this and I didn't really think about this but it makes total sense so when your like placenta detaches from like your inside of your uterus I mean that it's it's like a humongous open wound that is bleeding and that is why you have like the lochia and like the bleeding for like weeks after you give birth like you have like a really heavy period and then it lightens up lightens up but I never really thought about that they were like I mean it's a big wound <laughs> like a big internal wound that has to heal and close off and all of those blood vessels that are now like you know kind of ripped open have to like close themselves off and that takes time. And they were like, if you had a wound that big on your leg, oh my God, you would be in bed. You would be milking it. You wouldn't be going anywhere. But it's like, you know, as women, we can't see it. It's on the inside. Like, and we're told we're supposed to be bleeding, that that's normal. But, you know, you're, you really should be resting and, and like taking that time to like let that giant wound heal. And I just never thought of it that way. Like it never crossed my mind. Um, and I, I just don't feel like that's not, that's something that's not really recommended, like to, stay in bed for two weeks like that sounds crazy to me but I mean it makes total sense so and they were kind of like after like you know the first week you might start feeling a lot better and you might want to start moving around but like you might find that like you know if you do you're gonna like you'll you'll feel kind of awful afterwards and they were like just be patient with yourself and let your body rest and also do not go up and down the stairs like at all except for like once a day so I'm going to be up in bed. <laughs> Good. Ready to take care of the house. Yeah. Because we don't have any um, bathrooms on our like middle floor where the like living room and TV is, which is where I thought I was going to be camping out. But I guess I won't really be down there unless I go like down in the morning and don't come back up. But that wouldn't work out because there are bathrooms on the second floor. Right. And I would say I could carry you up, but I feel like I could like turn you the wrong way or something. Well, yeah. I don't know. And then I'd rather you just... Like, who's going to carry the baby out? We can't just, like, leave the baby laying there. I mean, I guess we could if they're asleep. I don't know. Could you imagine if we don't have eyes on our baby at one point <laughs> in our life? Anyway, so that long spiel, that was just something that I learned and totally blew my mind. Never thought about that whole wound thing. Never thought I had to rest that long. But it makes sense. And I feel good that I kind of, like, have gotten that nod, like, from the midwives. Like, no, no, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And we highly recommend it. And we don't want... We don't want you to be superwoman doing everything. Like, don't you dare. <laughs> so that was kind of nice. And then another thing, this is just a short thing that I learned was, so like once your water breaks, the nurse was talking about how she was like, oh, you're just going to keep on leaking. Like, you know, you're just going to be leaking water until that baby comes out, which I never really also wasn't something I thought about. So that's kind of weird that you're just like dripping water, like the whole time you're in labor. I mean, as if, you know, as long as your water does break, sometimes it doesn't. Um, so that was interesting. Um, but then my, probably my favorite part of this class was at the end, what did they have us do? What, the calming up, uh, uh, exercise? Like... No, the ice. Oh, the ice. Oof. <laughs> Oof. It was hard. They were like trying to, um, kind of show what a contraction could be like. I mean, 
or or more it was more an exercise to get your mind above pain i think yeah so they gave everybody including the support people so myself included uh one piece of ice and she was like okay squeeze it with your hand so make a fist and she i i I mean it was at least a minute until she said okay let go and um you know through it she was saying okay like try to think of you know don't think about it blah blah blah. she was doing her little spiel but yeah and she was saying like okay the contraction's building it's building it's getting to its peak it's getting to its peak and then anyway i was really struggling so i I didn't even (laughs) i i like ungripped it pretty early on and just kind of like was like throwing it around my hand but it was i was still struggling even doing that but yeah i would recommend you guys out there to try it just for fun because it's 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 a little eye-opening but i have to say it was hard and but i was able to like breathe through it and i was able to like detach from the pain mentally which is i feel like made me feel good that's good but it's also scary because like doing that a million times in a row for uh, like 24 hours sounds really daunting. Better you than me. Because it was hard. Yeah, right. So Matt, Matt can handle it. This is why the ladies give birth. Exactly. <laughs> but I thought that that was cool because she was like, well, all right, guys, we're going to all have like a, we're going to simulate a contraction and for the guys too. And I was like, what is, what are we going to do? And then she started handing out ice and it, it burns. It really, it, it's painful to hold it in your hand. Oh, I agree. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Okay, so that was the class, and um, I have a few other things written down here that are, I guess, kind of like symptoms. Basically, my belly just keeps getting bigger. I feel like it's just popping more and more, um, and not it's just more rounded and like just like a big belly versus like carrying more low, um, which I have been like this whole time. Um, my rings are getting a little tighter, which is exciting. Not really at all, but um, that's happening. I'm still able to wear them. They're just you know, they, they take a little more effort to get off, but they still come off fine. And, and then this, I had one night this week, like a random bout of like pretty intense nausea, like right before bed. And I had to like get up and go to the toilet because I really thought I was going to throw up, which was random. I haven't experienced that for a long time. So I don't miss those days because I used to have them like every night, but, um, yeah, so that was weird. And then this weekend, um, past weekend, we went to New York, which was fun. Um, I actually went up, we went to separate locations first. (laughs) I went into the city um, to see one of my best friends, Alex, from high school. And then we also met up with uh, my sister-in-law, Matt's sister. And we went to um, the My Favorite Murder, like, live podcast. It's like, we all, like, love that podcast. I'm sure a lot of you guys out there have heard of it because it's super popular and amazing and we're obsessed with it so we went to the live show in brooklyn and then the next morning got up took a train to meet matt and his other sister up in like outside of the city suburbs outside of the city um i keep wanting to say upstate new york but that's like not at all what it is it's like just suburbs scarsdale new york yeah upstate new york is really far um but anyway so we went there and we hung out um, for the weekend, um, just to hang with them and, and their kids. And it was just like a chill, good time. Um, the, the, I had a great time. The only thing was, holy moly, sleeping outside of my bed. Uh, no, never again. <laughs> it was, I had like the two, I, like, I mean, I've been sleeping pretty well all along, but I slept horrible both nights. I mean, I was up constantly, so uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, no. Well, we're staying home now. Yeah, we are. That was our last trip of any kind of leaving 
Good old Delaware. Unless you want to go to the beach for a weekend, maybe. I don't want to do that because I don't want to sleep outside my bed. Okay. He keeps bringing it up. <laughs> and then I'll tell him no. And he's like, all right. And then like a week later, he's like, so you want to go to the beach? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work on it here. I'm telling you, you and Rosie can go down, but I am not going anywhere. Maybe we will. Go ahead. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> See you later. Have a nice little daddy-daughter excursion. It's our favorite. <laughs> um. So I guess question for you is how do you feel about being like housebound now? Does that excite you? Are you like, oh, I'm not ready to like not go anywhere for a while? I mean, I don't really feel housebound, but. Not but, housebound, but like we're not going on any trips like for unless you go to the beach. Sure. For a long time. I mean, I don't really feel like I go on trips this time of year anyway, but so I don't really, I'm not concerned. It's more just knowing that six-ish weeks from now we're gonna have a baby or what eight-ish eight, weeks yeah um so it's more just like there's moments where i'm like kind of sitting around or like we might sleep in a little bit on the weekend and be like wow this is nice yeah but that is really nice i'm gonna miss that I'm gonna miss this and just like oh i get to i can go to the gym in the middle of the day mm-hmm. things like that i'm just like wow i really gotta enjoy these moments here because i mean you know i'm sure i can still go to the gym but it's just gonna be a big difference you know and just in general our whole schedule so right so yeah i'm not i don't really i'm not worried about being homebound or whatever but um just the little things it's the little things here yeah it's gonna be a lot different but yeah overall um i would say it was a good week i'm definitely like i said i'm slowing down for sure slightly um but i'm feeling pretty good and i just like it's crazy that there's like two months left until she's here if she comes on time, which is nuts. But yeah, so two months does not sound like a long time. But I'm not like stressed yet, like about getting things done as far as prepping the house and getting all the things that we need. Uh, we have most of it, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling that pressure yet, but hopefully that kicks in soon because I really do have like a lot of stuff to do. And just take it day by day. Day by day. But yeah. Step by step. Step by step. Day by day, day by day, won't you come and be with me? That's not the worst one. <laughs> Does anybody remember that show? <laughs> Full House. No, Step by Step. Step by Step. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, all right, well, that's it for this week. We'll leave you with that. We'll see you in week 33. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.